0: Hi everyone, I'm Erin, I'm Jasmine, and you are now listening to Two Bestes in a Crime. Two Bestes in a Crime is a true crime podcast that discusses real life cases. Some of these cases may not be appealing to everyone, so listen to discretion is advised. Now we know we may not be everyone's cup of tea, but we are a double shot at Hennessy for someone else. Now, let's get it. Hey, besties. Welcome back to Besties in a Crime. I'm Jasmine. I'm Erin. Okay, besties. Is it nurture or nature? Are killers created or born? You tell me. This is the case of Joseph Allinger, a.k.a. The Shoemaker. Joseph Lee Brenner III was born on December 11, 1935, in Northern Liberties, PA, to his father, Joseph Lee Brenner III, Jr., and his mother, Judith. In January of 1937, at the age of one years old, Callinger was placed in a boarding home where his mother would only see him once a week after his father abandoned her. This would create Callinger's separation anxiety. He was how old? One. She wanted want to nurture her baby. Mm. Okay. No, on October 15th, 1939, Stephen and Anna Killinger would decide to adopt Joseph. This would only add on to Joseph's traumatic childhood. The Killingers did not adopt Joe because they really wanted a child to love forever. In fact, they only adopted Joe for the sole purpose of running their shoemaking business. Yes, these two individuals were not, were not the loving type. They were the complete opposite. They wanted a child worker. Yeah. Now, he was abused by both his adoptive parents. One afternoon, Joe Joe was headed home when he heard a couple of neighborhood kids using the F word. So Joe, being a curious five-year-old, he asked his parents what the word meant. Instead of explaining to him the word should have been considered a bad word, his father beat him with a leather strap and his mother used a wooden spoon. He would be grounded for a week and the abuse continued. Oh, my gosh. Now, in another incident, Joseph was abused so severely at the age of six, he suffered a hernia that required surgery, which was inflicted by Stephen. After the surgery, the Killinger's would use this to play mind games on Joseph. They told him that after the surgery, the doctor also performed a special operation on his penis. Which they refer to as bird or little bird due to the size. This would keep, cool. that would keep his little bird small and prevent it from working properly. Oh my gosh. And where was, so uh-huh. the, the winker is the bird. The little bird. Mm-hmm. The little, little bird. You just mm-hmm. killing all his type of confidence. At six. Oh my God now other sources stated they also told him a demon was removed from his penis and now you will be free from sin so they're sick as well okay oh okay. yeah it okay. only gets worse from Yeah, okay. okay. so we were removing demons from private areas i see yeah okay now one afternoon joseph was excited when he found out his class would be going on a field trip to the zoo like most kids. like most kids yeah mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He rushed, and, he rushed home and asked his mother about going to the zoo. She began to hit him in his head with a hammer. Anna would hit Joe on four separate occasions. More heads on. What, where's the authorities? There were no. These was like, what, 1935, 1937? You hit the boy in the head what a with a hammer. Burnt with irons, whipped with the belt, and starved. Rebuilt. So he had psychological abuse, physical abuse, mm-hmm. sexual abuse, just, just, just uh, like... all of the above. In the summer of 1944, at the age of 8 or 9, he was sexually assaulted at knife point by a group of neighborhood boys. Joe never told his parents what happened to him for fear he would be beat for being weak. In a result, he would rebel against his teachers and parents. This would be around the same time that Joseph would begin to hear voices. Surprised he didn't hear sooner. Oh my God. Joseph describes the voices as coming from a demon. It is said that he had dreams of one day becoming a playwright and actor. He even directed his school's performance of a Christmas Carol in the ninth grade. After the play, his parents beat him and mocked him. They didn't even intend to play. Um, oh, man, they say sometimes the parents can be the biggest, you know, your biggest bully. Goodness gracious. Now, what once was a dream and a way for expression, Joseph would turn his back on acting because of his parents. Now, Saturdays were very important to Joseph because it was a rare moment that his parents would actually allow him to go to the movies. Only if he uses his own money, of course. Now Joseph would later state that he would use he would use this as a way to make friends because he wasn't allowed to have friends either. So they just they just ruined his boy childhood at this point. He wasn't supposed to be a child. He was supposed to be a shoemaker. Duh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. See now Joseph began to steal a roll of quarters from his parents to pay for other kids to attend the movies. It wouldn't be long before his parents would begin to realize that the money was coming up missing and they would turn their attention to joseph a roll of quarters back then was a lot of money he was realizing that joseph was stealing the money they waited for joseph to return from the theater and when he came home they would turn on the stove and force his hand over the flame His parents would execute this punishment five more times before Joseph stopped stealing the money. Mm -mm -mm. At age 13, Joseph began to have thoughts and fantasies of cutting and stabbing women. Obviously. Once, (laughs) Once he was introduced to porn, he quickly realized the only way that he could satisfy himself would be to cut or stab the photo as he held a knife in his left hand which he also considered as his power hand. Now, Joseph believed when his little bird would be, get, become big, he would go that name. <laughs> he was welcoming in the devil. So when he got an erection, he, the, that's the devil. hmm Oh my God. Now, one morning in 1949, Joseph heard a voice that, would, that told him to cut someone. So he would take one of his father's knives and head to the bus stop. Never listen to the voices. When he got to the bus stop, one person grabbed his attention. Joseph had eyes set on a young boy. He followed the young boy when he got off the bus. And Joseph will force the young boy into the woods at knife point. The voice the voice Joseph had heard before was back. The voice grew louder into a scream for him to cut the young boy. Joseph forced the boy to pull his pants down. Once he pulled his pants down, Joseph ran off continue to do this on many other boys in the area so the victim now becomes the perpetrator now let's get into his love life let's not a little bit Mm -hmm. now when joseph turned 15 years old he moved into his own place okay 15. Mm -hmm. okay now his parents did not oppose this because during that time he was having episodes in which his parents believed he was being possessed by the devil they're the devil where he would roll around back and forth in the dirt, AKA Dirt Angels. He was <laughs> <laughs> he was having a psychotic break. He was losing his mind from probably the hammer going across his head multiple times. Oh. And they would just lock their door, lock themselves inside their bedroom and go to sleep. So they were, they wanted- So you him. got a maniac on the loose and y'all going to bed. Yeah, so they wanted him to sleep. So 15, he was working at, His adoptive daddy's shop, making a little money. Now, Joseph also began a sexual relationship with a young woman from his school by the name of Hilda Bergman. His parents opposed their relationship from the start. However, Joseph ignored them and married her. Yes, Joseph was 17 when he dropped out of school, started working for his father, and married and moved in with Hilda. Okay, so he was 15 when he got his own place and 17 when he got married mm. and dropped out. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, now it, it is said that Joseph would hold a knife in his power hand, aka his left hand. <laughs> I held up my right hand. <laughs> <laughs> so it said that Joseph would hold a knife in his power hand, aka his left hand, while he and Hilda had relations. They would have two children together before Helda would eventually leave Joseph for someone else. According to many sources, sources, it was said that the two were violent to each other, and Helda was the one who was typically verbally abusive and constantly talked about how small Joseph Little Bird was. Well, for one, it was named Little Bird. That was just something his parents said, but she didn't have to confirm it. You made two children with it. Shoemakers. Well, he was making shoes since he was five, so he better be skilled <laughs> by this time to hold a knife in your power hand. hmm Now, the couple will actually purchase a home in 1969 at 1808 Hargert Street, AKA the Castle of Killinger. Now, every night at midnight, Joseph will force the children to dig a hole so that he can reach hell. Yeah, you heard him right, sis. He was <laughs> way up. People are weird, man. <laughs> this is the very place that he believed that he found true peace in. In the hole. Now he was extremely abusive and would inflict the same punishments on his kids as his parents did to him. Go figure. Now the Killinger children were no angels. Now the children were still anything they could get their hands on. They smoked. They drank. They did drugs. They even prostituted themselves so he have a chance his churn don't got a chance just just a bunch of right and it's giving it y'all all look like y'all daddy so i'm still trying to figure how y'all prostitute anything like, oh, anything he wasn't easy on us mm-hmm. unless your eyes closed now, every night at 2 a.m., if the children were not digging digging in the hole, they will be awakened by Joseph playing his favorite song and beating them until they cried or passed out. I'm still saying it's because his mama hit him in the head with the hammer. Yeah. So he's not raptured. He he lost his sense a long time ago. Now, uh, let's get down to where God actually speaks to Joseph. Well, Joseph said God speaks to him, shall we say. So he digging holes to hell... But God also speaks to him. hmm Okay. Okay. Now, in 1971, Joseph would hear from God, stating, The feet control the brain. That is God's gifts to us. Mary Joe and Joe were sick of the abuse and decided to run away. This didn't last long because the pair were found in two days. Joseph would tie Mary Joe to the bed, branded her thigh with a hot iron. He would tie Jo to the refrigerator, and beat him over the head with the handle part of the hammer (sighs) in a later interview killinger stated that a demon wanted him to put the hot iron inside his daughter but he did joseph was found incompetent and was sentenced to five years of pediatric probation they ordered him to meet twice a week however after just one meeting he was deemed sane so they (sighs) Everybody in the county is slow. Okay. They loved him though. So three days in jail, mm-hmm. you got sentenced to 5 years psychological probation. Psychiatric. Psychiatric, psychological, psychedelic, whatever. You did one meeting mm-hmm. and then you were clinically sane after that one meeting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, because of this, Joseph's shoe, shoe business decreased drastically. He would tell the kids to recant their statement. Since the Killingers thought it was a cool thing to lie to the cops, they recanted their statement. Bunch of <laughs> I'm Trying to curse on this podcast no more. Bunch of dunkies. Yeah. By mid 1974, Joseph heard from God again. I got a question. Which God is he talking to? I don't know. I never heard uh, that type that, that of language. What God know. is he talking to? I think I heard the feet leave the brain though, but I ain't never... Maybe I heard it from another psychopath. Okay, Continue. to you. Now this time Joseph stated, the voice told him in order for him to become God, he would need to kill everyone. So we can have multiple gods? Okay, that's why I asked. Joseph was also to kill young boys and cut off their penises. Because his mama and daddy said he had a little bird! That's why! That's why! Without a second thought, Joseph was eager to comply. <coughs> Pick me. <laughs> Send me all go. Face spy. <laughs> me. I'll be the Oh, gosh. Sorry, y'all. And he recruited Michael. Remember, that's his son, who was only 13 years old at the time. The voice also told him his son Michael was a god he need to stop listening to that voice because his private area is bigger than Joseph's. <laughs> <laughs> man it's not funny it's not funny oh my god this up. resulted in joseph calling michael to join him on the mission to become god by killing everyone in which michael replied glad to do it dad told you send me i go hot dog head high wait so both of them is trying to elevate the god so they're gonna be two gods well, like, like big God, little God, big Joker, little Joker, type, type something like that. Well, he was just saying his son was was a God, anyways, because he had bigger private areas. He a big bit. bird, yeah, not little bird. Okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not me. It's what? What's your role in your paper? Red <laughs> Great. the sex man. Now, July 7, 1974, the start of Joseph and Michael's reign of terror. The first victim will be nine-year-old Jose Colozo. I'm so sorry if I said that wrong. They asked the young boy if he would help them carry some boxes. They would lure the boy into an abandoned rug factory where they tied tied him up, his legs and arms, and proceeded to cut off his genitals. In some sources, it is said that Joseph kept it as a souvenir. The police originally had a man who was wrongfully accused of the young boy's murder. Uh, a man by the name of James Smith, he was 28 at the time, was wrongfully convicted and charged, was wrongfully charged, excuse me, with rape and murder. July 28th, 1974. According to Joseph, after the murder of Jose, God was still disappointed. And the only way to make things right would be to kill his son, Joseph Jr. He began to have visions on how his son would die. Joseph had three visions. The first one, God told him to push Joseph Jr. off a cliff, but when it was time for Joseph and Michael to do so, the plan didn't go as well. In the second vision, he saw his son being burnt alive. That plan didn't work. But the third vision, now the third vision will come to pass. On July 28, 1974, only 21 days after the murder of Jose, Joseph and Michael found found an abandoned shop lured Joseph Jr. with the idea of helping his father and brother when they would chain his arms and legs and push his face in a muddy puddle of water. Oh, okay. Joseph went home and reported Joseph Jr. missing later that evening. And just two weeks after his murder, his body was found. Now the police Im- immediately turned to Joseph Sr. as the main suspect. Okay, Did that makes a little sense? mainly due to his previous previous charge of child abuse. Mm-hmm. While invest, investigating Joe, the police found out that he had taken out a life insurance policy on his son weeks before the murder mm-hmm. for $45,000. Now, the police called him in for questioning. questioning. The interrogation took five hours. This paranoia triggered his psychotic break, or a psychotic break. hmm during the interview, he began to see a floating head with no nose or mouth. This man his mind. <laughs> the skin was stretched over. The eyes were dark pits. The floating head spoke to Joseph, saying his name was Charlie. <laughs> Question. OK, so he got God saying he not satisfied. Mm-hmm. Now he got Charlie. Charlie floating. Introducing himself. Introducing himself. Joseph began yelling for Charlie to shut up and go away in front of the police officers. So imagine you being interrogated for five hours. You see a floating head. You got the police person right here. <laughs> you, and he just said, Hi, my name is Charlie. And you arguing with the floating head. The police officer said, Hey, sir, you shut up because who are you talking to? And he was like, I'm talking to Charlie. Oh. He losing his mind. Of the shoulder. Now the police did not have any evidence on Joseph and they had to let him go. The dummies. So they his son's murder went on Now Betty and Joe would have another child named Bonnie to replace Joseph Jr. Oh, because we were the churn. Yeah, okay. That's what they did with. Okay. But Betty said, whoop whoop, real quick. Now she had a disorder that caused purple patches that cover her body. Oh, let's see. Cool. This created another mission for Joseph. A mission? Now, the next piece of information I'm going to tell you is kind of nasty. So bear with me, okay? Hmm. Joseph will later state that he had a vision of a headless woman and tortured souls. He said the devil told him to mix semen, perfume, and women's fluid, vaginal fluid, and apply it to Bonnie to heal her. Trying to find the words. Mm-hmm. So, okay, Joseph is this prophet I see because you're just getting all these visions. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where prophet is. I don't know where you Oh was. my gosh. So let's see how he's going to get some more of that.
1: Let's not. Women's
0: flu. Let's uh, not. He got to get the flu for the baby. Because he ain't getting it from his wife. Oh my gosh. Put it all on her face. That's yes. nasty. Now let's go to November 24, 1974. So we're still in the same year. (laughs) Joseph was 38 at the time, and his son broke into a Linwood, New Jersey home. Fortunately, no one was was home at the time. So they left. Now they would break into a second home on 43 Craver Avenue. This is where Joseph essayed a woman and used her vaginal fluid to make his concoction that he used to formulate the treatment for his daughter. So he's making ointment. Mm-hmm. Okay. The like topical cream. There you, you go. Sick bastard. Now, since the concoction was a failure, Joseph resulted in something else. Oh, it failed. Mm-hmm. Now, let's go to December 3rd, 1974. Joseph and Michael made their way to 3509 Green Street in Pennsylvania, where Joseph would state he was told to set a woman's eyeballs on fire. Who's talking to him? The demons! Or oh God, I don't know. Right. Anybody. Who's talking to me today? Can I might be totally, late, God. Totally, totally. no! thanks, <laughs> my Goodness gracious. Piss me off. It'll be around 11.30 AM, when they broke into a home Put cotton balls that were soaked in gasoline onto the woman's eyes and covered her face with tape. Now, other guests begin to arrive to the residence for a bridge game. Because that's what the upper class do. They play bridge. They they play bridge. Now, they were stripped naked inside as well. So because I'm coming to play bridge, I'm finna get tortured as well. Maybe I'll cut off. Now, Joseph had another vision. This time, he envisioned a meal that consists of guts. And their second mission will begin did you say a meal yeah like food like thanksgiving meal christmas meal of guts somebody inside now as they left the residence they set a fire and stole twenty thousand dollars worth of of valuables and cash because why not i mean twenty thousand dollars (laughs) worth Now, over the next few months, the duo will continue to break into two more homes. Now, let's go to December 31st, 1974. We're still in the Let's get out of 74, please. Oh, my gosh. One of the two homes they broke into was was in Homeland, Maryland. The two held Paula J. captive. Joseph will force her to perform sexual acts on him at gunpoint, and then he left. That's it. That's like I mean you have a whole wife. I don't understand why you're messing with people. What did you know? he have the knife in his power hand? Yes. The little bird was trying to work. What she said, work, 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 work. All right, so I'm gonna take you out of the 74. Let's Thank go to you. January 8th of 1975. Oh, just a whole week later. Okay. Yes, okay. A little bit. We're gonna go to 124th Glenwood Avenue in New Jersey. Now they this is where they committed their worst robbery and assault. They were armed with with knives and a gun. Joseph and Michael would take a total of eight people captive before tying them up. A young nurse by the name of Marie Fashion, who was 21 at the time, was the last one to enter the residence to check on. As some sources would say, her grandmother. Others said just an elderly friend when they also took her captive. Maria was a fighter. She and another captive were taken to the basement. Some sources say Maria was essayed, and Joseph gave Maria the alternative to either chew the other captives penis off or die. This is not Saul. This, he's not Jake Saul. He said it's God. To is it God, Chorley, or a demon? <laughs> Who are we talking to? Ooh. I'm going go to Chorley. Okay, why'd you oh. bite me? <laughs> Charlie, met me. Maria simply said as she stared back to Joseph, I'd rather die. That's my girl. Joseph stabbed Maria four times in the neck. Mm-hmm. One captive will get free from Michael. This called Joseph and Michael to flee the scene, dumping their clothes in a park nearby. Now some sources say Maria was able to drag herself out side and yell for help while two other captives escaped and escaped to neighboring houses other sources also say that that the captive who escaped from michael went to a neighboring home and asked for help now joseph's bloodstained shirt was found and traced back to him by the laundry mark laundry mark that had the word calendar written inside or sewed inside You. Yes. On January 17, 1975, it is believed that 20 police officers from three different states took Joseph and Michael and James into custody. James was Joseph's youngest son, and he was taken due to how similar he and Michael favored one another. Mm -hmm. James was later released. As for Michael, he was tried as a juvenile. What? He was tried as a juvenile. He was 14. Uh, Sir, off with your head as well. I'm sorry. He was 14 when he was sentenced and would be 21 years old when he was released. He would go on to change his name and not much is known about his work. Don't don't try to hide now. He he could be working at Walmart or something. Could be another killer for all we know. Now Joseph was charged with the following. Four counts of robbery, four counts of false imprisonment, and one count of burglary. Now, this is just for um, one of the murders. Okay. Joseph testified in his own trial and mentioned different periods of times where he couldn't remember things. He would also tell the jury God communicated with him and would tell him what to do. And he said he was the son of God and he existed as a butterfly. Mental health, bro. (laughs) Mental health. You are a butterfly? Mm -hmm. You a butterfly with a little bird. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Let's see what type of games we play. <sighs> well, sis, at his first trial, it was first he, he got me that more than one. Now, for his first trial, it will be declared a mistrial due to jury selection. Now, while Joseph was on his second trial, he would begin to sing, scream, and act as if he had mental health issues and pleaded insanity. He was eventually found competent to stand trial, and okay. they believed that he was faking. Though I feel he was putting on a show during the trial, but I also believe that he really has mental issues. No, no, no that's—we're not arguing that he has mental issues, but sir, you can't bring Charlie into the trial. No, sir. They saw him. Charlie is with him. He is the son of God, is what it said. But again, can't okay <laughs> sorry okay so do you guys think he was faking mm. <laughs> now at the second trial it took the jury less than an hour for them to find him guilty come on jury! he was sentenced to 30 to 80 years in prison I sure got defensive but now we're gonna go ahead and take joseph to Hanna- Hackensack, new jersey where he faced the trial for the murder of maria he pleaded not guilty Y'all know how I feel about that, so I don't got to repeat the same thing, but yeah. And once again, Joseph tr- showed his ass at trial. Was it the demons or gods or Charlie? It was him. Okay. It was just him. <laughs> now he was found guilty and sentenced to life in prison. Now I'm going to take you to Joseph's final final moments. Mm. hope it was. I hope, uh, oh, I hope it was bad. For other people, not him. <laughs> Now, March of 1977, Joseph set his cell on fire. This will be the beginning of Joseph's menacing ways while he was in prison. Even prison could stop him. Nothing. Now, April of the same year, he assaulted another inmate and set another fire to his cell block. He was just doing shit at this time. He was just he was just acting like a toddler. <laughs> just in the stuff. He is doing a temper tantrum. Now, by 1978, at the age of 42, Joseph was Joseph was moved to a mental health facility for the criminally ins- criminally insane in Waymark, Pennsylvania. <sighs> he tried to kill another inmate here. Of course, nothing new. Yeah, we're not we're not shocked at nothing, Mr. Joe, do at this point. By March of 1978, he would cut the throat of another inmate in an unprovoked attack. And the, but the victim did survive. They need to be locked up. All these people suffering because of yeah. him. Now, in a 1988 interview that you can that can be found on YouTube, and I'll also link that in this in the notes show notes. Joseph expressed that he can express his continued desire to kill more people, and that he would commit suicide so that he could become God. Does he want to see him? To be. Okay. Maybe he's not talking about a god that we serve. I can't. Can- can- it's, it's the little people down here that he was trying to bury. To, I mean, dig to get to. You know. Now, By 1991, he spent five years in solitary confinement and was on suicide watch. Joseph Killinger's end of terror ends on March 26, 1996, when he died from a seizure. A seizure to, it was all them hits to the head trying to caught up to him, that's what it was. Well, are we done? Are so, oh, we finished? That's the week's case. That's it. That's all. That's it. <laughs> wow, that was so little. <laughs> that's it. That's all. What you think? What you want to go see your feels. <laughs> all right, sis. That's Mr. Joseph. Bull crap. Oh. That, okay. Bull crap. I want my bull, bull. shit. <laughs> One half of two best in the crime is refraining from cuss words. Oh. I'm no, bull crap. It. I feel bad for the child, obviously. You know, him up yeah. to what? 17? Mm-hmm. I feel bad for him. You know, he got dealt a bad hand. After, sir, you should've sought help. should've got some help. Well, if he got help, then his people would have thought he was me. I'm saying when he got when he moved it was down. Too late Yeah, you sure got some help. Yeah. Then you had offsprings and you making normal. them big pitch to hell and you got Michael finna send to a god and you little bird, you're killing church. You, what what's what's happening, school? What's going on? It's just a sad sad I'm you know, appreciate that boy. But should have been you know, out here. But you know, it don't click for everybody. But goodness yeah, gracious! This thing was off a long time ago. He, he <clears throat> yeah. Um. You have a picture of uh, sure. Mr. You Nelson. want to see Joseph? Mm-hmm. Oh, he looks. That's Michael. Oh, he is daddy's son. They do look alike. You see the nose? Mm-hmm. So precious. So precious. Oh. a face only a mother could look right well i i, I hope he has descended to his hell you know when he wanted to to go I hope he, you know made it there um, um, yeah i don't got a lot because it's very sickening very disheartening yeah, it took me a minute to get this out and i told you this is that's why mm. rest in mm. peace to all the victims i'm so sorry i'm so yes. sorry y'all had experience that even the inmates Y'all do y'all deserve that. And I do want to throw out that another source. She Just a little tidbit. a sure. um, little quick um that so I'm always on YouTube, but um it is setting. I don't know how for real that source was. Okay. I tried to double check it and I couldn't find that same information elsewhere. Okay. But apparently when he broke into someone someone else's home. The lady was telling him, Hey, my husband, my husband is son will be home soon. He was like, Cool, babe. let's wait on him. tie her up, let's sexually, wait on them. Yeah, sexually <laughs> assaulted her when the husband got home. Tied him up, tied the son up. He all sat them at a the table, and apparently, according to that source, had cut up all their heads and put them on a plate. But with the daddy's head, he cut off his genitals and also put his penis and his balls in his mouth. He has an infatuation with birds, <laughs> birds. because he was told that he has a demon out of his when his bird become a big bird. Sick. Mm. Mental health is real. If you start seeing little Charles and hearing <laughs> voices that you think is the devil or God, you might want to talk to somebody. Please don't be like Joseph especially if the demon, then the and God talking to you. They okay. got asked which Ooh. God he was talking about. I don't know one exactly. So I don't know how, how he's gonna My God talk, tell him what you see visits on how your son's gonna die, and you can't get with the plan. Making concoctions <sighs> for skin ointment. No, I wonder if that made her face worse. <laughs> oh you put it all on this baby and i wonder what your wife thought when you she found out that she put this other woman's stuff on on her baby and you took your own child out oh gosh okay besties well i don't know if y'all are done but i'm done (laughs) so um (laughs) thank you guys for listening to this hard hard episode uh we appreciate your support so besties (laughs) You can find us on any platform that you guys are listening to. Leave us a five star rating. Leave us a review. Let us know how you feel about this case. We might drop a questionnaire on the bottom of this one if I can stomach it. Um, <laughs> if you guys want to send us an email, you can find us at two besties in the crime podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Ticketed Talk, Tucketed Tick, it tick. Um, Best in the Crime Podcast. Follow our discussion group, interact with the few followers we have in there. Um, tell a have, friend to tell a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We have some big stuff coming for you guys. Um, we're excited. 2024, we're going to take it up a notch. So, you know, just buckle up for the ride. And again, we may not be everybody's cup of tea, but we are a double shot of innocence for somebody else. Grab your bestie. If you don't have a bestie, you now have two. And with that, besties, this is two besties in the crime signing out. Bye!